Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you live. Yes, and we're always live. How could we not be live with my dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek, coming to us from the banks of Tennessee. No, there's no banks That's right. rivers. Where are we? Right. No, they have rivers and lakes. In fact, we were in a river yesterday, and then we were on a lake today. I couldn't name either one for you, but I'm in the Tri-Cities area, and uh, I'm in Bristol, uh, Bristol, Connecticut. Bristol, mm. Tennessee, where, the, where country music started and where they run the Bristol mm. 500, and, you know, the, the car race and all that stuff. Oh, right. just south. It's a marvelous, marvelous. You wish. Time. You I'm, wish I might, you were in Bristol, like, Connecticut. You just wish. That, that, that was a fraudulent slip. One day, <laughs> you are praying to Jesus. You'll get there. Don't you could worry. Could be, no. yeah, be the Hart, me and the Hartford Whalers. Wish we could uh, be back there. But the, um, yeah, man, it's uh, Pittsburgh, PA. I left it behind the banks <laughs> of the Three Rivers to head down this way. And I, I remarked, obviously, multiple times, I could live in Pittsburgh for the rest of my life and, and, and never complain about it. I'm well, what, I mean, to... you'd have to lose some, some kind of bet. I think we could figure that out where you lose a bet. What, you would really want to live there? I don't think you would want to live I, there. You had a chance to live there. You forget. I know. I know. I had multiple times uh, that I almost <laughs> did it. But let me tell you this, too, Sal. It's a, yeah. This Tennessee, you live on the lake. You come home. You make a fire outside. You sit around the bar, the, the pit and everything. Oh, people what's to love complain it. about? People love Tennessee. A lot of people moving there from California. It's way too close to Clay Travis for my liking, but I, I do hear good things. Well, I'll, Nashville, I'll yes. Yeah. What's weird Nashville. is what I what I, I don't know if uh, that anybody cares, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't know that you. I'm pretty sure you won't care. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to say it. Tennessee is weird how long it is. Like Pennsylvania, mm. we looked it up. Pittsburgh to Philadelphia is a shorter distance than it is from end to end of Tennessee. Would you have guessed that? Doesn't it seem like it's like a smaller kind of a state? But it, I it would actually... have to have thought about it to guess it. So I'm trying to think. <laughs> think? Let's talk about basketball and stuff. <laughs> well, Not like I we have a lot of sports you're, to talk about. You're, you're, I know, and you were hopping river to lake to river. Uh, I hope you didn't miss what I think is going to be the last great sports weekend of the year before September. I think like, where are we? We're July 12th. So football starts in two months. I'm very excited, but I don't think we got a weekend like this. We had McGregor Poirier. We had Djokovic winning Wimbledon. We had some fun baseball uh, leading into the all-star break Euro cup finals, NBA finals game three. We're taping this about 10 minutes after that game three. Um, Someone told me we lost to Nigeria in basketball. I don't know. Where do we start, Shaq? What? Well, I mean, you could all, yeah, right. You could talk about uh, a tennis uh, uh, Grand Slam event. And also, we just had Mm -hmm. the MLB draft um, going down earlier tonight. Um, Listen, the... uh, Pick your pleasure, Sal. I'm I, I'm in a breezy well, mood, don't you know? Like you know, I've been, I gotcha. I've, been I've been floating on a lake for the last uh, 48 hours. I, I've I not, could I, tell. I could tell. Well, did let's I bring so you back did I watch or? a lot? No, I did not watch a lot. But I, but I'm raring to go, nevertheless. And I want to hear about Poirier and uh, 
Poirier. Uh, you're, you're, listen, Poirier. you're down south. This is a this is a Poirier. Bayou guy. It's Poirier. Come on, you got to know. And believe me, he, he saved the country by beating Conor McGregor. Also, we got to We should learn his name. But let's start you with the guys, big stuff first. Okay, but I'm just muzzle tough to all th- four of you, the AAO boys. Yes. All nailed that, right? You know, well, he's a friend Poirier, of the huh? pod. He's been on. He, he's been on, and uh, we like him. And you know, Conor's there, and Trump's there, and they're winking at each other, and like, all right, Poirier's got to do his thing. But we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about Game Three. Okay. I'll catch up. The Bucks, 120, 100 winners. They had to take it game three. Obviously, it would have been a big mess of a jam if they go down 3 nothing to Phoenix. Uh, boy, the odds makers jumped right on this over-under. People are betting the over-under still. They're like, yeah, I like that. I was like, no, just stay away. There's too many easy points come by. And then they had the second unit for everybody in the last three minutes, and it lands right on the number, Shaq. 220. Four and a half was easy for the Bucks to cover. Um, I, I, I feel like... I don't know. I don't give anyone enough credit in these things. Giannis went crazy. What did he do? 41 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. So that's kind of why they won. But we haven't seen a, uh, a close game since, I think, Christmas Day. I would hmm. think was the last time. I mean, no, it was like, honestly, 11 out of the last 12 games have been decided by 10 points or more. Uh, I think Hawks-Bucks game one was the last close one. I don't know. I'm not loving it. And guess what? They gave us two games this week. There's one Wednesday and one Saturday. So maybe put us out of our misery, NBA. I get that it's 2-1. I'm glad it's a closer series. I'm glad Giannis is playing. I'm glad he's in. But, uh, oh, for God's sakes, why can't we get a close game? Well, listen, I'm worried about this, that Giannis seems like a nice fella and everybody Mm -hmm. in the state of Wisconsin cheers mightily for his great deeds on this night. And I get it. But is he a liar? What happened to that knee? We all yeah. saw what happened there. Was that was, was that some CGI nonsense? Like, did it was it not hurt? But we were led to believe it was. How could he be playing right now? It's very strange. What gives with this? It really is. But I mean, whoever had something that looked, we we have to have seen stuff that's looked like, oh well, that's it yeah. for that guy. That we're not going to see that guy for a year or three after that's that a thing, injury. Right? It's like, oh, now he's playing. When you, when you saw the injury, when you saw the replay, you're like, okay, he's done uh, anywhere between three days and a year and a half. You'd put your money towards the year and a half side, right? Not three days later or whatever it was. Was it even three days? I guess it was, right? Went right back in there. And, uh, and, and he did a great job, obviously. Needed to score 40-plus. By the way, you could get still 8-1 to one odds, 9-1 to one odds on Giannis scoring 40 points in these games. His over-under is only like 26, 28 for uh, some of these. So, um he good job by you, Giannis. The other thing I'll say about Giannis doesn't complain for as much as he's hacked. Remember when Shaq used to get just just get blitzed in the paint, and he would just like kind of like roll his eyes and really didn't complain. I love that about Shaq. Giannis is getting there too. I mean, he'll they'll have double underhooks on his arms, and he'll just try to feel the pass, and you don't see him like running down a ref. Um, and by the way, he should be complaining because then he goes to the line and shoots two for sixteen. So if anyone's going to complain, it should be him. Uh, that they're they're pounding them inside, but I do like that about Giannis. I yeah, I mean, and obviously dynamic, and that's the 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 thing. Is some guys can get away. The reference I always make is Frank Gore is like, but uh, why is he good? Because he was never dy- dynamic. It was always about like I'm just gonna run real hard until and and try and run through you and and see mm-hmm. how many guys could die. Giannis is predicated entirely on his explosiveness so even if you if you would have told me uh, what a week ago that he would be playing in games i'd say okay that's a that's a noble deed how many times are the bucks going to get to a finals it's nice of him to run himself out there for the fans but obviously he's not going to have his key virtue but 
He had been dominating. What the hell happened? What the hell? I mean, he's just like springing up from a standstill underneath the basket to throw it down. Um, but yeah, all, overall though, yeah, the games themselves aren't that good. I mean, the third quarter was good tonight. That was fun to watch, and that was about it. That was it, and then the Bucks uh, closed that third quarter 16-0, so it wasn't even going to be a fourth quarter. The fourth quarter didn't really matter at that point. They loaded up there. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't give them much credit. So when the Suns won game one, I was like, all right, well, that's what a home team is supposed to do in game one. I think they've won seven out of the first uh, last eight series the home team has won game one. Now, can they keep it going for game two? All right, kind of impressive that they won by double digits in game two. I turn around, game three, the Bucs should definitely win this. So I don't know. I don't want to read into it too much. Now is when it gets interesting, game four. And like I said, we might not see a close game, but it might, we might have seven blowouts, right? But, but is that a good series, or would you rather just see four three-point games? I, it, I just keep feeling like it feels like the 70s or something, because who are these two teams that we're watching here, that these are the last, <laughs> the, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns, and whoever wins the series gets the trophy? That, like, yeah. Matt, that Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Shaq and those guys pass amongst themselves, and, like, one of those two teams gets to hoist it. It feels weird, and but good for the two fan bases. You can tell how excited they are, and obviously it comes down to you – if Giannis isn't going to do that, then the Bucks have zero chance, which is why I figured that it was, you know, five games tops for the Bucks to hang around in this mm-hmm. series. But it, more importantly, you know, Chris Middleton mate got I mean, he wasn't uh, outstanding tonight, but, you know, Drew Holiday was. And that's the difference. They have to have all three of the big three show up. Um I'll still go with the Suns. though. I'm going to take the Suns. Again. Yeah, I like the Suns and six home. also. Yeah, they wait. How does it go? I, I, you know what? I'm stupid. I can't remember. How's it go now for in the finals? What's two the, two does it two go? two one one one. They're they not don't go, th- yeah. They two, don't do two, three. Right, two. right, right. I'm they sorry. They don't do three two anymore. That was uh yeah. Those are the Utah Jazz uh, Bulls games, right? You're like, oh, all right, the Jazz have to win all three in Utah. Yeah, it was it was fun back then. All right, so they have the odds up for uh, Game Four, which is freaking Wednesday, and then like I said, Saturday. Oh, not doing us any favors here. Bucks four point favorite. 221 is the over-under, so the over-under went up a tiny bit. The spread itself went down a little bit. It was four and a half. Uh, I'm trying to look. I don't think they have, like, MVP or anything up just yet. Again, we're taping this um, just minutes, just minutes after. Well, also, now it's intriguing, too. Like, what are what are Giannis's odds, and is anybody right. willing to stick their neck out and say that the Bucks are going to win this series? But on the other side, who's going to be the MVP if the Suns get it, you know, three games through now? Devin Booker, I mean that was that was a stinker tonight. That was a, that was a yeah. bad performance. That was Not almost good. John Starksy level poor. Three for fourteen, one for seven behind the arc. And I will say this, you know, I, I know it, it. It sounds like I hate the NBA, and maybe at this point I do. But this uh, jumped out at me. Free throws, twenty six attempts for the Bucks, sixteen for the Suns Exactly the opposite of what it was game one. So you want to say the refs can't hmm. even things up? Well, they can, and they did. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Booker, not a good game, so he'll at least have one bad game in there. Paul, 19 points, 9 assists. All right, 8 for 14 from the field, pretty good. And 8 and 8 for 11, 18 uh, and 9, pretty good there. I'll, if, if they jump out at us, if they put them up during this uh, broadcast, I will read you the futures odds for uh, MVP. But there you go. 
There's the NBA. Put me down for the Suns. Put me down for the Suns in Game Four. I think that uh, you'll you'll you won't find many takers right now on that one after mm-hmm. what the Bucks just did. But uh, but mark me down. I'm going to stick with my pick. Phoenix in five. All right, Phoenix in five. I'm going the Suns in six. I think it's a home series until they get back to Milwaukee in Game Six. I think they win it there. Hey, NBA Finals. Like we said, they're here. FanDuel Sportsbook has a championship offer you do not want to miss because during the finals, new users get 30 to 1 odds on either the Suns or Bucks to win game, what are we looking at? Four. That means you Four. can win $150 on a $5 bet. Yes. Oh, I got to think about it. I don't know. Like I said, I think I actually think the Bucks win, and I think they cover because none of these games have been close. And if you can get 30 to 1 on that just straight up, take it. More ways to win on FanDuel during the NBA Finals. And when you do win, getting your money is a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with promo code extra points to bet the NBA Finals with 30 to 1 odds. Once again, promo code extra points to unlock 30 to 1 odds on either the Bucks or the Suns to win the next game exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Check, I hit on it quickly, but um, we lost to uh, Nigeria, for God's sakes, our Olympic team. I don't know how it happened. In what? Uh, Kevin Durant I'm a, and, and basketball, USA basketball team. I told you, this is what I've been telling you, Sal. What do you, I mean, you know, this is, people now are starting to, I mean, maybe they should have come around when I said it in 1992. I said, I'm fine. You, you know, I've said this to you. I'm going to say it again because people need to hear it. And this isn't an anti-American screed. This uh-huh. is Damashek looking out for Old Glory. Uh, that's the name of our flag, right? Old Glory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, anyway, it's old uh, now. I, <laughs> either way, this is what I've been saying. I was a, you. You were watching back then in '88 when our mm-hmm. when our fellas under John Thompson went to South Korea. They went to Seoul and they put up a, their best effort. They had Danny Manning from from Kansas and and Chaz mm-hmm. Smith from Pitt. One you know um, one of the best players in the nation. Plenty of plenty of size to beat up anybody on the blocks around the globe. But instead, John Thompson saw fit to have his Charles Smith. His his uh, remember his wiry point guard running those floaters right. all game long. And he, he could, and he wasn't making them. And it was, it was outrageous at the time and they lost. And then suddenly the U S was no longer impregnable, save the 72 weird Soviet union ending game and that gold medal game. But, um, so now all of a sudden we have to send our best. We now have to send magic and bird and Jordan and everybody else there to teach the world a lesson. We're mind you, we're sending our JV rest of the world. And most of the yeah. time, we're still going to bring home gold, but now you guys are getting getting an attitude and everything. So now you have to pay a price and be shamed. And so we did. We went over that. Where was it? Barcelona. What chapter shamed- is this in the book? We got we, we. Is this? <laughs> are we close to the end? How does this work? <laughs> well, listen. This is what you get. I heard 1988, and then I heard 1992. Eight minutes later, I'm like, "Oh shit, this could go a while." I'll We're go gone. back to the lake. If, 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 if you know what, I got other things I can do with my time too. I can go out and sit at a fire. I can go, uh, you right. know, do some uh, inner tube riding on the lake again. People in Tennessee nicer than they are in LA, apparently. Still, Sal State. No, don't leave. I you got so many places you could live now: Pittsburgh and, and Tennessee, yeah. wherever you are. Roast Bristol, my oyster. 29 and a half point favorites the U.S. men's team was. Uh, 17 to 1 odds you could have gotten on a Nigeria 
win. I don't know. You look at these stars, and Durant had uh, 17, Tatum 15, Lillard 14, out of Bayou 11. Coach Popovich is like, I don't know what the hell happened, but uh, not great for the U.S. team. Obviously, it's just an exhibition, I guess, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't uh, affect the Olympics at all. But we should not be losing these games. And I don't agree. No, we shouldn't be losing. Because these teams celebrate. Like, they don't care if we sent the JV or not. You'll see 100,000 people celebrating in in Australia. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sheck says we didn't send our best. Like, we don't give a shit. We just drank three kegs of beer. Uh, just all by myself there. I don't, what, what do what do they care if they we they beat our JV? They beat because the we have our dignity, Sal. It's not about it's not about what no, they're doing. It's, it's ourselves saying like, yeah, we knew we know that we would have beaten Nigeria had we sent Dame Lillard and Kevin Durant. Doesn't matter. Else. Now what excuse do it we have? It doesn't matter. It's these other people. That's uh, if they know if they know deep in their heart and they refrain from celebrating, then I'm fine with it. But they don't listen probably to this podcast. So that's it. I don't care for it. And by the way, you mentioned Pittsburgh. There's another scandal afoot, and it has to do with Ben Roethlisberger's foot, specifically his left foot. Have you been hearing this nonsense? Well, get no. ready. You're gonna get. You're gonna get wise to it because as we move into this dead spot, there's gonna be all sorts of intrigue around this guy and that. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers getting most of the headlines. But the new thing is somebody on TikTok or something discovered mm-hmm. that Roethlisberger, when it's a pass play, he lifts his left heel before the snap and when it's a run play he keeps it flat to the ground <laughs> and i look it up look it up so no i know just it's the, the just all, 20, the, it's all 22 has been replaced by tiktok it's great this is how we're on <laughs> but it's a scandal what are we gonna do how are yeah. we gonna teach rather like i don't you know listen uh, let's uh let's get with the football here let's, right. <laughs> let's, uh, we got well, two months worth of that kind of stuff going. someone on. else had a bad foot we'll get to nfl's like i do want to talk about something uh trevor okay. lawrence signed the big rookie deal but uh conor mcgregor i don't i don't imagine you saw this oh yeah but the, no i did see uh, it well i didn't see that did i didn't see it, it live uh, but i did see uh, it. i did yeah I, you saw enough of it but uh dustin no Boyd you don't get cable in tennessee they'll no, get that's cable true. out here no it's hard in the, in the rivers right i mean you'll you'll uh, get that's electrocuted right. watching but um <laughs> Yeah, Dustin Poirier took it to him. He really did. And I really feel like this broken ankle or whatever it was, it looked gruesome. It's pretty bad. I'm not saying he should have been able to continue. I also don't think he should have been able to shout obscenities and like a lunatic for 15 minutes sitting on his ass being interviewed by Joe Rogan, uh, calling out Poirier's wife and everything. And if she would have kicked him in the leg, that would have been the greatest. But um, uh, Poirier won. It might have been an instance where breaking your ankle saved your life kind of thing. But... Because McGregor, these guys that fight McGregor that are better than McGregor, they just want to kill him. They really do. Khabib, Poirier, I don't think they have it in them to hold back. So this might have been a blessing in disguise and is now disguised as a, as a boot, a walking boot. Um, but what, what are your takes on Conor McGregor and his future? Well, I mean, it, I, I'm all for shit talking, yeah. this and that. I, you know, I... I where I draw the line is I don't get up on Mount Pie. Say whatever you want. I don't care. But after the thing, you're still talking shit. That, yeah. that that's unbecoming. That's always the thing. <laughs> it's, it's like, all right, you, you just, just got your leg broken. You still you're still talking stuff sitting there. You're literally and you sitting the 10, there round. with you lost Joe the 10, Rogan. Round. It was about to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll really defer bad. to you and and guys like our uh, our pal Nick Costas who who declared that exactly what you just said is that mm-hmm. like yeah good thing you broke your ankle because you might have lost your life instead if that had if there had been another round wasn't looking good 
Wasn't looking good. But I'll, I'll watch a fourth with them. I don't care. I'll see a fourth. Good job by the UFC. They really do. MMA, they get it together. There's about three or four matchups you want to see in each weight class. And within a year, you see them. You see just about all of them. Boxing can't get their shit together. Um, oh, boy, baseball. My Mets, this is a How would a you do? Wait, I'm sorry. Row. I'm sorry. I got to interrupt you. I'm yeah. curious. Because I really don't. Like, it's a newfangled sport still, MMA. And uh, relatively speaking, how would you do in it? Because you see like Greg Hardy go <laughs> and do about? it. Well, you're a good wrestler. I've seen you because I, I was bragging on you. Somebody was asking me about you the other day. Like, what's Sal? Whatever. And like, oh, funny. Sal seems funny. Sal, uh, this and that. And I was uh, explaining kind of the mentality and what, what a pain in the ass you are and everything. And I was like, part of the thing he has going for him is he knows deep down he can mess with people because somewhere in his brain he's like, I can drop most people if I have to. If I have to, I can get them on the ground and, and hurt them because of my wrestling. Yeah, but these you, guys train. What are you talking? I mean, I was an I'm just curious what you would do. wrestler 35 years ago. All right, so uh, how about Mikey Meatballs, who was a, a state-level wrestler? Do you ever right, think well, about then doing then it, Meatballs? We're talking. Yeah, but then, I mean, it, well, you're talking about like a 100% commitment, right, to, to the sport eventually. I don't, I, don't I just, it's like I always say about luge as the Olympics arrive. Now, no, I know these are the summer games, compare. but luge, luge you're just I could make there. the luge. These guys, I, these guys have five dis disciplines they, they have to learn. I'm just like, talking about how many there are. I could make the U.S. luge team because I, I would just, all I have to do is say, hey, guess what? I'm going out for the luge team and I'd automatically be on it because yeah. there's no way there are four people on in America who are losers. So I would be on it like uh, well, uh, in like Flint. Would would how many people are there doing MMA? They would be like, oh, I would get slaughtered by those guys because they're th they're the best. Are they, you know, it's like we talk about with uh, actually with boxing. Like Charles Barkley would have been a boxer sixty years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, like the best athletes would have been boxers, but now they're defensive how ends. Much, and how much Tennessee whiskey have you had down there? I mean, uh, the luge. If you if you sit still in the luge, you save your life. If you sit still in MMA, you lose your life. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know what the to even compare this right now. <laughs> it's, All right. A, it's a combat. So, you know sport. what? You want to be fighting for your life. All right, you would. would okay, so killed. fine. I'd get killed. How I'd would my? Killed. I. You think Mikey Meatballs could devote a year of his life to it and and handle himself? Mikey, what would happen? Move on to baseball. Fine. You you, you want to talk about the, your Metropolitans? That's your. I business. don't I'll really. Do. There's a but new low me, point. I, I, There's a new low point. Splitting with the uh, Pirates after yes, killing them. Yes. Um. So they were rained be out. Shame. Right? Yeah. They beat one Friday. The doubleheader, they split, and they're up 5 nothing in a bullpen by committee game <laughs> today, and they blow it. They blow the damn game. They needed three or four from the Pirates. They lose. Edwin Diaz just gave it his all, and uh, I, I gave my all, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. Who says that? Jeffrey Osborne? Someone like that says that. Terrible, terrible. Well, I guess they lose. My best wasn't good yeah. enough. So there you go. Here we are back where we <laughs> were before. That whiskey is really um, fun. No, I, I hate that we split with the Pirates there. I was really, really you wanting should, to rub you it should in. Hate I don't it. know why. Um, the Mets go into the All Star break here, three and a half up on the Phillies, forty-seven and forty. I guess if you told me that no Syndergaard and their best hitter is batting two fifty-five, I'll take forty-seven and forty. But don't split with the Pirates, for God's sakes. No, indeed. Yeah, that's bad. No one. The Buckos after a nice after red hot stretch of winning three in a row. Mm -hmm. um, Back to back, uh, twenty-seven to seven 
That's what I thought. I mean, the, 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 the Mets had a pitcher yesterday who's decent, but had like three starts and uh, was like a minus 240 against the Pirates in the second game of the uh, of the doubleheader there. It's really, how does that happen? I don't know. I got to win these games. Instead of being strangers. <laughs> Meanwhile, though, Shaq. Eddie Spaghetti mm. was on top of the world 24 hours ago. We'll bring him on. Garrett yes. Cole goes out there and basically tells Aaron Boone to F off. He threw 100. Well, he eventually threw 129 pitches and he needed that shutout win against his Astros. And he's like, screw. I don't know. I couldn't read the. I think he said, get the F out of here. I'm finishing this F in game. Right, Spaghetti? Wasn't it something like that? Meatballs? Cole said. Pitches. Yeah, Cole said after the game that he actually blacked out, and they're like, do you know what you said? And he was like, no, just a lot of F words. That was his exact quote. <laughs> blacked awesome. out. Awesome. That's what the spider attack does to you. You just you lose your I get, mind. Uh, it's a side effect. That's the side effect. Well, I got to tip my hat. Sp- yeah. Spaghetti did call that on minus three. Hench and I mocked him, but good. And I said Grinky. In fact, that was uh, one of my weekend's best bets is Grinky over Cole on Saturday. And uh, yeah. I don't know why Grinky. I still am unclear on why Grinky got yanked after four innings. He was well, I think he was like 63, 65 pitches in. But either way, good call mm-hmm. there, Spaghetti. He knows his yanks. That, I mean, who knew? Like, Aaron Boone must be like, what the stop screaming at me? I'm going to get fired within the next two weeks. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> Nobody throws over 85 pitches. You're at 126. What the hell do you want me to do? I have to come out here. Don't yell at me. But all for naught, because Spaghetti's Yankees blew the Sunday game 7-2. to They're up in the ninth. Am I, do I have that right? I think I do. Listen to this stat, Shaq. Major League Baseball teams are 493-2. and two when leading by four or more runs entering the ninth inning this season, the Yankees have both losses. Wow. Whoa. That's a shame. That's a shame for you, Spaghetti. That's almost as bad as (laughs) splitting a series with the Pirates. Um, Yeah, uh, that's bad. And and also that Aaron Judge does – he makes fun of the little fella Altuve, and Altuve's the one who uh, (laughs) who brings the Astros and and, uh, delivers victory. And yeah, so and I, I, like I, I, I want to talk about the little fellow because he hit a three-run homer, really lunges for the ball, hits a three-run over, uh, over, the, over the left field wall, and rounds the bases. It's unclear if he ripped his own jersey off or if they ripped it off. Did he, did he rip it off or they ripped it off, Spaghetti? Did they rip, the teammates rip it off when he crossed home plate? I, I thought he did because I know that earlier in the game that um, one of the other players actually – he unbuttoned his own jersey and pulled it down to show – to mock judge uh, as well, he pulled down and showed like his like left. Yeah, because like, judge did that to, like fake doing that too. But yeah, so here, yeah, here's yeah. my thing: what? Why didn't you do it the first time? Wasn't his big thing the first time? Like I don't like my my body. I have like nipples that drag on the ground, the asphalt or something. Like I don't know why he wouldn't show it the first time, but the second time's all right. I mean, obviously the second time he doesn't have the buzzer. Did he have it the first time? Are we to think now? Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, right. Of course. That's that's a great point. I see that's great to yeah. You should be a sleuth. Right. That's Thank exactly you. right. You just told on yourself, Altuve. It took a couple of years for the big payoff, but Sal solved the crime of the century. And why aren't well, the I, Astros? I know people are. I know some of them are skipping it so they don't get booed and all that kind of stuff. It still feels to me like, and I don't want to be a vindictive soul, you know, life's too mm-hmm. short and all that. But I think COVID kind of 
helped the Houston Astros. It cooled things down enough that it's like, ah, mm. we got enough else to worry about. Ah, booing them. But really, they should be much more hated than they are between the spider tack worlds. Should. I mean, that because because that's the other part, like we've talked about already. But I mean, it's not just the buzzers and all the, the garbage cans and everything else. It also turns out that a, clearly... Garrett, I'm, or I'm guessing that Garrett Cole and Chaz Morton and those guys were all spider tacking as well. Jeez. Right, but then what do you what do you do? Then what do you do when a Garrett Cole goes against the Astros? We love rivalries, but this is cheater versus cheater, right? So like, all right, how do we how do we negotiate that uh, part of it when all these guys are all on different teams now? It's very strange. But the Altuve thing, I really think like, hey, if you're sticking to the, I don't want anyone to see my nipples. You have to really <laughs> stick to it. Like your wife wants to get it on. You're like, no, no, no. We're shutting the lights here. Like, you can't take that shirt off for the rest of your life if, that, if that's your thing. Jen Piacenti right. makes picks for us. You know, big fan. Uh, big, she has her uh, podcast here on Extra Points. She made, made a joke of it. I was like, no, no, no. I want to hear. We're going to have her on, I think, against all odds. And she's going to sort this out because I really don't think uh, he should be able to expose himself. I love it. Well, he he did expose himself in a different way, didn't he, Sal? Well, I mean, what what are right. we to, to think then? That, that you're so vain about uh, about your tits that you botoxed them or something, or like you had the nips removed <laughs> entirely? Like what's what changed in the last two years that you, you're now said cool a and comfy? He, he might have right. He might have said a tattoo or something, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. I don't believe maybe it. got maybe got those tassels that you see only in movies. I've never actually seen a woman in those. Like never got to a. <laughs> Place where they wear the well, the you're not going covers. to in Tennessee, not in the the, the riverboat in Tennessee. Um, spaghetti eight games out, you got a chance. I'm trying to look in here. You're ten to one to win the East. Well, it's kind of like we said off air. It's like we were trying in the right direction, and you have an awful ending to a game like yeah. this, of, like by the worst person that could possibly do it to you. Right. Uh, well, you know, like we'll say the the, the trading deadline is going to be. I've been saying this a lot on minus three. It's like I'm. They're gonna. They got to be buyers of deadline. They got to go all in with this roster. No selling. Don't wait for mm-hmm. the future. Buy some pieces. Hopefully, a second starter could pick up the slack. Uh, I think Cole's going to be fine, and yeah, maybe a wild card. But uh, it's it's going to be a tough one. I think maybe Shaq, maybe we jump on that ten to one to win the East. I mean, they still have a million games against the Red Sox. I like that. Seven right. and two against them. They pick up five games. But know. as I always point out, and I have no hard numbers to support this, but it feels this way. I've always felt this way about baseball. It's much better to be like I'd rather be twelve back at the All Star break. I know that's a heavy number, but let's say 10, 10 back of one team than mm-hmm. eight back of three teams. That's just oh, of course that, yeah. that you know the the Jays are good. The, the, it, it's not like it's just the Red Sox that they have to catch up to. They're they, you know that's they're three true. other good teams. So that's true. Yeah, it a does lot. feel no, unlikely Jays, based it, on it, that. Well, the Jays are also eight behind. The Rays are one and a half uh, out, and then the Red Sox on top, nineteen over five hundred. That team. That's insane. But anyway, we get to All-Star Weekend. Uh, home Run Derby, my, my seven-year-old boy, he's very excited about it, Harrison. Home Run Derby. He watches past Home Run Derbies. Oh, you know, I spent the whole weekend in Moreno Valley, which is about two and a half hours away because he had this Pony League World Series tournament. He made it to the quarterfinals against a team who had played three games and it was uns- not scored on. And they scored three in the first against this team. It was very exciting. It might have been the most exciting 
moment in my family sports history. Like out of anything, I don't know. I can go back. I'll have to ask around, but I don't think it gets better than that. Harrison scored the first round, and their coach is like, "What the hell is going on here?" It's like, "Well, they're seven years old. That's what's going on, right?" <laughs> it's three. It's three nothing in the first inning. A seven year old. Two. There were two errors, and what else do you want to see? But anyway, that team went on to win. Uh, so there's some gratification there for Harrison. They lost to the team. That's that, great. That's that, good that fun. Won the whole thing. But anyway, I'm home now, and we got the uh, home run derby, which is fun. I think, I think sometimes we have to just flex our muscles and literally let them flex their muscles and see what it's all about. Like, see these guys hit monster shots for two and a half hours. I don't mind it. I like that they added the clock. It's better than it was just seeing Berman go back, 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 back. And they would just take their time. Um, instead of like doing it by outs, but, uh, would you improve on the home run derby? And then I'm going to ask you if you want to add a, a different event. Well, it's, I, it's exactly what you said. It's impossible for me to curmudgeon the, mm-hmm. the derby when you say a seven-year-old, uh, enjoys it because that's exactly the point of the, right. en- the entire couple of days is it's the same thing i remember being in college and people would i remember like friday night people are going out and stuff and like oh in the dorm room or whatever oh like this full house it's so full house isn't funny it's it's just i don't like it at all it's like asshole it's not made for us i mean what do you think it's made it's made for little kids (laughs) all-star game same thing same thing although i will say about the all-star game in general i i you know i know you don't care but i'm i'm gonna say it this uniform thing. Did you see that they now have uniform <laughs> uniform? The 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 baseball all star. No, they have uniform, Sal. Like they're all all oh, the national. Oh, no one's wearing their thing. Oh, really? In one color jersey. This is the first. Yes, year for that's that? a, what's the whole point. Oh, whole, what, no. what are you doing? What do you What do you think you're doing? Wow. I, if I could name the If I could name the commissioner, I would I would uh, have some carefully ch- Manfred. Shame the devil. This is the worst thing you've done yet. I don't like yeah. it. You don't put them in uniform. The, the whole point is to watch. So they, they're standing out there on the on the first or third baseline, and you wait to see your guy, especially when you root for a bum team. And they're like, oh, we are our one all-star. And then he tips his hat, and there's like mild reaction to who mm-hmm. he is. And like, oh, yeah, we maybe right. heard of him. And then you're, that's the big moment. Now now you've deprived us of that. Fah. But anyway, would I improve the home run derby? I'd make it less tedious. It, it does go on way too long. It, uh, uh, there, uh, it's gotten a little better that how you pace it. it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, right with the with the timing of it. Um, I love the. Um, I don't like the. I, is it the Korean All Star Game where they do bunting contests? Oh right, yeah. I they like, try to put it like right on the line there. Right. Yeah, I like that. Um, that's kind of fun. I like the, although a professional baseball player could do it, I think the best fun, uh, the best fan thing, even like including half-court shots and like the mm-hmm. national championship of football where they throw the football through the hole, I think the best one I've seen of those, or the hockey puck shoot, shoot it from center ice and try and make it into the little hole yeah. and the goal, the best one of those is, have you ever been at a ball game where they, they get a guy out there and he hits uh, a, a foul ball or he hits a, a fungo bat straight up into the air and you have to catch it with a catcher? mitt it's the best it, oh it, no it's really? it, yeah. nobody can do it no i've never seen anybody really? wrangle it but the bucks the buckos did that at one point and it was fascinating like wow that is a hard endeavor mm. like you think like ah if it's straight up over your head you'd be able to track it and catch it apparently not very difficult the pro the the strike that a, a pro level bat can put up yeah. into the air and how high up it is to track anyway 
That's I my idea. How about uh, you? Well, I'm going to get, you know, I've been getting nostalgic now. And, you know, talking about, no, I don't want anyone to lose their job. But Aaron Boone, like, they're talking about firing him. And we discussed, and I think Hench and you talked about it on minus three. Like, uh, George Steinbrenner would have had this guy out. They've been four managers removed by the time they got Aaron Boone out today. He's like, Hal Steinbrenner won't make the move. But George would have had him out. It was like a, a crapshoot if you won the pennant, if you had a job the following year. And I, I, I like the characters in sports, right? That's what you want, characters. Not necessarily everybody mm -hmm. cheating with spider tack. Now, today's day, that's the character, the guy who cheats. That's, the, <laughs> that's, how, that's what causes rivalries. But I know the baseball, you talked about Manfred, and I know some of the front office guys are like, geez, we need characters in the game. You can't even get these guys to tweet anything. NBA does it great, right? They own Twitter. That's kind of what you have to do. I miss the characters. I miss the managers arguing. This should be hmm. an event. They took away managers arguing for good, except for on like ball strike calls. You don't see any managers arguing about anything because you go right to the instant replay. I want to see like roast battle. You have the best four managers argue hmm. with the best four umpires. And then there's a finals at the end. Everybody gets a minute to mother F the other guy and uh, the umpire stands his ground and we declare a winner at the end of the day. What's what's wrong it with that? I, I love the idea, and yeah, I, of course, miss the managers doing the arguing because unlike Instant Replay, mm -hmm. it was always fascinating to watch Earl Weaver of yes. the Orioles and Tommy Lasorda was good at, and there were a number of guys who, oh, your old guy, uh, Buddy Harrelson was Buddy a little Harrelson, underrated. Bobby Valentine had a, he would, a, a, a disguise on when he got thrown Pinella, out. Pinella was funny, too. Like, he would turn Pinella. his hat around, and I think, or was that Pinella a Pinella would rip bases out of the, of the ground. It was, it was the best. And then it got performative at the minor league level. Like, the one guy yeah. who did, like, he was, like, throwing, and he went and hid, like, he was throwing a grenade or whatever. It's like, all right, you know you're on camera now. It's right, not cool right. anymore. Um, but, yes, you're absolutely right, and it was always great because you knew it was going absolutely nowhere it was like what well, this is great it's funny to watch and you're Doesn't gonna matter. get thrown out yeah. and what the hell i mean like you know before you run out of the dugout that there is zero percent not not point two percent zero percent chance that they're gonna be like you make a lot of good points lou all yeah. right we'll do it the other way it's never happened the only time it's it ever so came close was with billy martin with the george brett and the uh, pine well, that was thing. a couple. That was when they redid the game, and Billy Martin was right. like, "Whoa, how do you know he touched third base? This isn't even the same umpiring crew." Yeah, Billy Martin actually had a point and was uh, sober enough to uh, convey it. But uh, yeah, I missed the Billy Martin. It's funny that Bobby Cox has the record for being thrown out of the most games, and I don't even consider him in the top five of those rabble rouse. Right? Like, don't you? I, I guess just longevity because it wasn't well. cut. Right, because he wasn't so big about it. He was like frumpy and like pot bellied and looked right. uh, like he may have had a couple of whiskeys by the time he was coming out there. I think it was the word choice that was getting him booted, which wasn't much fun. Like he right. was saying things that he wasn't you're not as animated, right? But yeah. my my point is in this day and age when the best reality shows, the highest rated reality shows, are a bunch of grown women throwing wine in each other's face. And just the friction that that causes. And it's like, oh, people want to watch us. Let's make this an event with umpires and managers since we miss it so much. Um, yes. I I Do mean, I, I completely agree. They need to do I, for real. I It's not uh, uh, a revelation for anybody to say in 2021 that baseball feels like it's dying because it tries to be too precious. Mm. It's it, it exists on Mount Pius. 
uh, on purpose for whatever reason. And right, they're they're shooting themselves in the foot. They need to do. Why don't they mic up skippers? Their their yeah. conversations like it wouldn't mean anything to hear an NFL coach unless you're t- saying specifically what kind of play it is. To do the whole X Y banana or whatever the Gruden play is. It's like all right, it's just a bunch of nonsense. Well, they do ear. worse than but that the skippers, because the, like, the ESPN broadcast they'll interview them between innings and it makes it, it makes them sound like like humanizes them. It's like ah. Eh. This isn't even real. And you know what? It's not actually real because the game's not going on. You pre-taped this um, four and a half minutes ago. Otherwise, they'd be watching the game. What right they now. should do uh, for real would be cool. Why not mic up? Because those guys, if you've ever been at a ball game and you're up by the, the bullpen, those guys are screwing mm-hmm. around. They're watching with their literal feet up. And if you're at Wrigley Field, they're literally sitting directly in front of you and will interact with you. Like you can talk mm-hmm. to them. Hey, Rod Beck. Hey, Shooter. What about this? And they like turn around and laugh with you and everything. Why isn't that mic'd up? That's good fun. Good Americana fun, it. Sal. That's gotta get some, gotta get characters back in the game. You just have to do it. Um, is it me? Mike One more Trout. thing with this manager thing. Was it was why is it that the seventies produced the best fights between umpires and managers? Were they extra angry in the seventies? You brought up Earl Weaver and Billy Martin and Lou Pinella was probably late seventies. Well, actually, that was later, I guess. But Pinella as a player was in the seventies. Were people just angrier in general in the seventies, hmm. or I mean, was it like this in the sixties? But they're just more <laughs> angrier the, the than games, now. Oh, you got to watch the news, Sal. I mean, wait till <laughs> you see the news. Um, the, they stayed uh, pretty contained. Yeah, that is weird. What was that? What was everybody so fiery? Was the wasn't that the decade of love and everybody? everybody yeah, disco right. in and having a good time and making love. They, they, I Earl never Weaver once saw Bill yeah. Earl Weaver yeah. never once made love to an umpire um, no. that I'm aware of. He never did it out there. No um, not road games. No, no but way. you're right. And yeah, that's a yeah. That's what I. The best thing about '70s umpires is that they had two uniforms <laughs> i have a uniform thought on umpires mm. the american league guys had that big cushion the big black cushion that was oh, detached yeah. from their body and they mm-hmm. would hold it and they wore blazers they were very fancy men right. remember they wore dark red blazers and they they looked kind of cool and they had a, their, their own pad like they were captain america almost like a big cushy one or like they might go uh, inner tubing on a river in tennessee or on a lake <laughs> in tennessee either way and they would stand behind but then the national league brothers blue they i don't think they wore the blazers even maybe they did but they had their chest protectors underneath what gives how did You're they right. have so, so distinct? That was yeah. weird as well. I don't know. You know, I, I normally cut the uniform talk short, but I'm now seeing what they're wearing on Tuesday. It's a big mistake. We, we are our pal, Super 70 Sports, which is the best follow on Twitter, bar none. He sometimes, he will post like a, uh, a card. It'll be like the team picture of the All-Stars. And it'll be like, look at these magnificent mm-hmm. bastards. And it'll be George Brett and Fred Lynn and Dave Winfield and Dave Parker and Mike Schmidt and Steve Garvey and just the color combination. Yes. And uniforms were so much better back then. Yes. You know, um, it's like, oh, my God. And now they're taking that away. What are they? I doing? really I, I, I it really is. I, I haven't heard. I, it's just I memorabilia. Invested. It's memorabilia. It's more. It's more money. Uh, it's it's got to be. That's all it is. Uh, yeah. That makes sense, I guess. But it, it just it, it's just seems loco. It, right. it's, it's such a bummer because it was again. It's not for. It's not for two old fools like you and me. Really, it's for the. Mm-hmm. It's for kids to enjoy and right, right. Seeing all those uniforms out on the field was such a thing. It really. I think it has been damaged 
a little bit by interleague play too. The mystique, that was mm. one thing baseball had over everybody else and they threw it away and I get why they did it for the short term, but that we're still seeing interleague games. Like I'm fine if you play the Yankees and Mets a couple home and home series, but this thing of like the Yankees playing, like who, who cares about the, the, you know, seeing the Pittsburgh pirates and the Toronto blue Jays play one another. Who, who, who who's missing out Pittsburgh on that? Pittsburgh pirates and blank. I don't Yeah. Nobody cares. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Uh, what is your favorite all-star memory? Let me start us off. 1979. I feel bad going back this far because this is like when my father used to talk about like, oh, when Gil Hodges in 1947, he draws a walk, right? And so then Leo DeRocha comes. I'm like, oh, Jesus, shut up already. But I'm doing the same thing. I'm going back, what, 79? So that's, is that 42 years? Christ. Uh, Lee Mazzilli, my favorite Met, makes the all-star team. You know, uh, Mets had one all-star and that was it every year. He hits a home run in the eighth to tie it. A walk-off walk against Ron Guidry, crosstown rival. There you go for the Yankees in the ninth. And they win it. And your guy, the Parker, the Parker, the Cobra, Dave Parker wins MVP right there. Because he threw out right at third right he and he threw out Downing. Threw out Downing. Brian Downing at the plate. I think he went one for yeah. three. I thought for sure Mazzilli was going to get it. Shit. Well, the reason you should be upset about that as we revisit uh, hot topics like the 1979 All-Star Game in Olympic State. uh, And what was that? was the Expo's old joint up there. No, Kingdom. The Cobra also. Oh, that was the Kingdom. You're right. God damn it. Shame. You got to cut that spaghetti. I can't be be publicly. No, leave uh, it in there. Leave it in there. (laughs) <laughs> the Cobra wore all gold on that night, and he wore white shoes, and they really oh, stood yeah. out. And oh, what also on. stood out, as much as I, uh, Cobra's my all-time favorite, um, he misplayed the Jim Rice throw out at third. It should uh-huh. like it was a it was a spectacular laser because he he just misplayed the ball in the air, and he played it off a giant right. hop off the astroturf. And Jim Rice thought, oh, well, I mean, he's not going to get that thing. And he, and he pegged him at third. But the throw yeah. home on Downing is, uh, is an all-timer. And then a couple months later, we celebrated a That's World's right. Championship over the aforementioned we Earl Weaver. All See, right. it's all coming together tonight, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so back to modern day. Uh, Monday, there's not much to bet. Right. So if we have to give a pick, it's got to be on this mm. home run derby. And I'm going Pete Alonzo. Is it a homer okay. pick? Yes. It's literally and figuratively a homer pick. Pete Alonzo is going to win the home run derby again. He had 23 in the final round in 2019 to outlast uh, Vlad Jr., who is not in this competition. 23-22. Knows how to pace himself. Unlike the others, he's the only guy to be in uh, two times. So he knows what it's take to has to take the energy to make it to the end. His cousin threw to him the first time a couple of years ago. Now it's Mets bench coach uh, is going to do it. And he's minus 184 over Sal Perez. Sal Perez. I should get his name right because it's exactly the same as mine in the first round. But I'm taking Alonzo five to one odds to win the home run derby. How say you, Sheck? Well, I was going to go Alonzo too, but it mm. seems, well, I'll just throw you another one. I do, I'm with you on Pete Alonzo. At plus 550, and for the reasons you said, as much science as you can apply to this, uh, you know, this, you know, singular kind of uh, 
I don't even know what you call it. It's uh, it's equivalent of penalty kick. Shame the devil that anybody would uh, decide something important. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're what? gonna talk about that in a second. Well, too, that makes I'm, me I'm mad. Really, but okay, really sick, really really sick of the purest. Well, that's a ridiculous. Well, you want me to fix something? I'll fix that Let's for go. you in go just ahead. a go second. Ahead. But pick, I w- pick your Monday pick, and then we'll I'm gonna go. go. I will go. Pete Alonso. He mm-hmm. would be the first guy to go back to back because there wasn't one last year since Johannes Cespedes did it, and I do think that not very many guys win it twice. But I do think if you kind of look at it, it feels to me like in the last 12 or 15 years, it's gone from an era like when Ken Griffey Jr. was hitting the bombs and whatever, and the best players were winning it. It's mm-hmm. just pure slugger who gets it. You know, the, right. the, the, the guys who do it are the guys who are just prolific home run hitters and they have low batting averages and all that. Joey Gallo is an interesting play as far as that goes at plus 360. So if you don't buy the Alonzo pick, then I would suggest go oh. Gallo. We're forgetting um, about that. the leader here. Show Otani is uh, plus two sixty, no. and he has no. He's a star, like I say. He doesn't fit what do I just described. He's not there pure slugger like that. He's not going to do it. All right. Well, let's talk about this Euro Cup because um, Italy won in penalty kicks. And let me start off by saying I bet England at plus one seventy. I think I bet them like a week ago, and I apparently don't know anything about soccer because the day before on yesterday I said, "Is it that hard for Brazil to score a goal?" Supposedly the greatest squad assembled in sports. They get shut out by Argentina. Another great team, whatever. So people are getting mad at me about that. All right, already that. Uh, I have England plus 170. They lose in penalty kicks. I was delighted that it was over. I was so happy. I was like, thank God they end this. People are like, oh, Hench is on a different text chain with me. He's like, oh, penalty kills are the worst. I'm like, no, you know what's worse? Adding time, more extra time for boring, effortless soccer. And that's what it is. I mean, if you have nothing else to do in life, yeah, let that keep going forever. That's fine. But uh, it's the equivalent of like extra innings in baseball and every batter comes up just to bunt. And then when there's no scores, there's goose eggs for six straight frames. Like, well, what do we do? Well, what do you mean we're doing a home run derby to solve this? Like, yeah, we have to put an end to it at some point. What is your what is your counter to this? I can't well, believe that I go the other way. I go and they were they weren't. Go ahead. Because it? it's a well, because you know the answer to that question. You wouldn't settle like, all right, it's it's 15 innings. It's enough already. Home run derby to settle the World Series. You just wouldn't do it. You wouldn't uh, hey, field goal kicking contest. It's it's too much. We're into we're into double overtime in this playoff game. Let's just get it. They're done. not yeah. trying anymore. They're not trying. They're literally not trying. England had one shot on goal in 118 minutes after they scored. How much longer can you have? They're counting on the penalty kicks. They're giving no effort in the extra time because right. That's right, because they're just trying to bide their time. Both teams make an agreement. Yeah, because they're as bored as everything. We're not going to do anything to do. My solution is keen. You ready? You take down one guy from each All side. Right. Nine every on nine minutes. is fine. The uh, the hockey. And by the way, I would never say this about hockey because it's end to end action. There's a shot on goal every forty seconds, or at least something that resembles a shot on goal. If if it so happens that both goalies are hot and it goes for three hours, so be it. I'll watch it forever. It's not the case in soccer. They're not. Somebody would have. Best but the, just but not. if you didn't. Well, you would, though, if you didn't think penalty kicks were. They just basically mutually assured penalty kicking so we don't have to do anything. Well, we don't I'd have to, to look at the stats because it wasn't always penalty kicks, right? They would they would go on and on and on. There I'm saying you take so, one guy down, so it goes right. from nine to eight to seven. And, that, and it fine. would be fun if it was like five on five and it was like, whoa, look at how much room they have. Somebody would inevitably okay. score under that That's situation. Great. 
that's, that's a solution. Fine. You're changing the day. I, the purists will have problems with that too, but I don't know. I like to see a shot on goal, something right. that you resembles wanted, something every 25 not a minutes trick. or so. Honestly, right. I lost so much money and I didn't care. I was like, thank God this shit is over. Uh, enough. And, the, and then you got, oh, penalty. How dare they do that? They put a 19-year-old, misses the penalty. I was like, yeah, because they didn't try for the last 73 minutes. That's what happens. Sorry. Uh, that's the part I don't get is that there's confidence on both sides, apparently. Like, well, obviously, we're going to win in penalty kicks. Like, don't you? It, it, it's we've talked about that uh, of like if you're down a point and there's mm. a minute le or, you know, 30 seconds left in regulation and, and you're an NFL team and you you score a touchdown to draw within a point. Why would you kick the extra point? to then force overtime to see if you would win a coin flip and then stop the other team if you don't win it to get it and see if you could get a field goal. But if they get a touchdown, you lose. Like, that's too risky. Just much better. Like, do you think your quarterback's good? Then there's a decent chance he'll be able to. Your odds are better that he's going to throw a two-and-a-half-yard completion and win the game for you than you are to go through all the nonsense. It's the same thing yeah. of, like, Oh well, the, neither team, neither, well, the, neither yeah. team wants the to give odds up. Are, the, the odds goal. are literally they're, they're, better. They're just relying. The odds on, are literally better. Yeah. Right. It's weird. Yeah. No, England when they added the time after the after the ninety, England was like minus one sixty still to lift the cup or whatever they want to call it to advance when they still had thirty minutes of extra time, and then they went they went to penalty kicks. Like no, everyone's minus one ten. It's even. Yeah. So England definitely it. had the advantage, and yet did not take time to. Uh, take advantage of that advantage like really now i know what it's like when people say like oh i never saw star wars or lord of the rings and i'm like why do you cut your nose to spite your cool face don't you don't you miss out on all the pop culture references doesn't that gnaw at you over the decades that's me with soccer i i, I would like to like it i'm not uh, some xenophobe who they ah soccer stupid i just i i i, I don't I don't vibe to it the way so many other people. I, do I just think I people need to be honest with this thing. Like they're like, oh, how dare they solve it in penalty kicks? Like you're not watching. You're watching this because it's a Euro Cup. No way you're watching a regular season game if it were treated this way and it had to go four overtimes and with no end in sight. Like you're just not. So stop pretending like you're above all of it and that penalty kicks are so much worse. Hockey is a totally different story. I'm, like I said, end to end action. All the time, you're making a great save. Four seconds later, you're uh, you're putting the other goalie on his head. You don't know what's going on. Different with hockey, uh, they need to. I don't I don't mind your solution there. Nine to uh, eight I, to seven. I, Just do that it. would be better. And from a purist standpoint, that's better than reducing the entire affair to to one sliver of you know to one skill, one very specific skill of. I don't care for any. Can we talk about Roethlisberger picking up his foot? That's the football I want to talk about. <laughs> Can we do that? I'll, no. All right. Let, Let's let him I, pick, I'm with you. It's, I would it's rather watch him try to pick up his foot than 45 <laughs> minutes of extra time where nobody's trying to score. That's what I want to see. For God's sakes. Ah, oh, man. Uh, let's well, uh, Wimbledon. Good, guess what? Don't have a World Cup. Go ahead. Don't, you you can look forward to the World Cup. Djokovic wins Wimbledon. Yeah, Jesus. Wins Wimbledon. He was plus 150 going into the tournament. He's plus 105 to complete the Grand Slam. What is it in September? Uh, U.S. Open, right? Yeah, that's uh, in Queens. That's what it is. Um, mm -hmm. Djokovic wins Wimbledon. 65 majors, Shaq. The last 65 majors. How many have been won by Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal? Uh, Andy Murray, I can think of. I'm going to go with... Uh, 61 
Yeah, well, now you made me look like an idiot. Oh, I mean, the, the what, what I know? The, the answer's 56. I mean, 56 is... Uh, it's insane. Is Obviously, it's number. insane. Like we talk about, though, it's, it's also weird to me. I can't get over... It's just something you accept in your lifetime. It would be like if a quarterback... If, like, Tom Brady only won when he was on natural turf. It's like, oh, well, he's on AstroTurf, mm -hmm. so you can't expect him to do well there. It's very weird that the best players, not just of this window we're in, but these three guys are considered the three best now of all time, apparently, and they Is struggle on like, surfaces. Uh, you, you wonder, like, why has um, a new player not emerged? Like, well, they just not, they're just not lucky because they're, they're facing Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal when they're at their peak in the same decade right or 15 years whatever it is yeah it's like it's, it's funny it's like being the milwaukee 16 years jesus yeah just don't be the milwaukee bucks in 1985 you're you're yeah. screwed you have to get through the sixers or the celtics just to get to the lakers you have no shot of ever doing anything and they're a footnote in history as a result right stan warinka won uh three but 56 out of 65 is just nuts um what do we want to do where are we how long have we been going? I don't know. I, I think I lost my... Quite I got a while. You, don't, don't you want to give... <laughs> well, you can talk about our football if you want to talk about our football. I mean, that's the thing, Sal. Don't yeah. get down. I know it feels this way. People, this... Uh, I, I don't know if this uh, sounds exciting to you. Spend yeah. a little more family time. You know, that's it. But there's plenty of, to, to look ahead to. It's time for football, We're Sal. getting close. So the 10th starts the season, right? So we're less than 60 days and... 25 if you count the camps and everything i don't oh, want to bring up aaron Rodgers because i don't want to have the ah, conversation enough. that we've already enough. had a number of times but i'm now starting to think i guess he is going to come back what what, what else they just need now? to be stroked right that's all I guess, I but uh, it's a little bit of a bummer. But I, I'll tell you this. What's interesting about – it's not that interesting. I say I'm in my Tennessee brain. More Panthers fans than Titans fans. Out, no way. Uh, out, yeah, the no more, way. Uh, that, that I've met. Yeah, I've uh, found that surprising. How could East that Tennessee. be? I no. guess they're closer to Charlotte, Tennessee, to Charlotte, North Carolina. Than Nashville? Also, oh, than they are. Yeah. their baseball teams are in places that don't have uh, a natural team – Love the Braves and Cubs to this day because of WGN and TBS yeah. back when we were growing up. Those, right. That's still, it's like, oh, yeah, we're all Cubs and uh, Braves fans. Uh, I mean, I hate to, to mention, and, and also Nashville, I think, to Atlanta is like three or four hours, right? I hate to mention them again, but Clay Travis takes the family down all the time to watch uh, Braves games and bets on them and loses. So that's the only good part of it. Um, do we have, uh, there was something here. I wanted to look. They have offensive rookie of the year odds. Uh, the mm -hmm. only reason I want to bring it up is Trevor Lawrence signed a $36.8 million rookie deal. Who wins the offensive rookie of the year? He is the favorite. I'm going to go Zach Wilson. You can get him at plus 470. You know, he's going to play for a shit team like Trevor Lawrence is. It's no longer oh, Clemson against right like it doesn't matter although he does have Clemson with him, right? Travis at the end. He's got his third down back. They're going to do great things, but honestly like uh it's funny, on Fox Bet Live, DJ Chark said the other day, we're going to do something special. And that was enough to make it a topic on the show. What are the Jaguars' chances of winning the division? I'm like, what do I care if he says something special is going to happen? They were 1-15 last year. If they go 6-11 and 11 this year, it's a huge improvement. He's going to play on a bad team. Zach Wilson's going to play on a bad team. The Jets fixed things up a little bit, right? Tevin Coleman, they drafted the Carolina back, North Carolina, Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, the um, what was he, Mississippi wide receiver. They got the offensive lineman for USC, Corey Davis, your Tennessee Titans. They signed him. 
I think they, they got. Right. I'm trying They're to think right of by Zach Wilson. Boy, six months has been a long time. Who's the other nice pass catcher they got that started to come on a little bit in the second half of? Oh, he has a, the like a he was hurt. Two names, right? I can't remember who it was, but anyway, yeah, I like the Jets. I don't like uh, how their division sets up for them because that's a rugged division. Um, Doesn't but, matter. He, yeah, could, if he has. A, I mean, and, what, what? What? Who was? Uh, oh, I hear you. Joey Burrow was about to win the Rookie of the Year before he got hurt. That team was going to be junk. Doesn't matter. Uh, so draft them to be Denzel? your fantasy quarterback. I don't I mean you can get him to be your fan if if you make the league. We don't know yet if you're even going to be in the league. Stop quiet. Damashek has kickout powers. Denzel, Denzel Mims. Mims. Is that you talking about? Correct. Yeah. Yes, that's go. right. That's my. Pick. I mean, who do you like? You like uh, you like? I mean, yeah. Plus, he's going to get all the notoriety in, in New York if he's. I mean, good, if he's even a little bit good. I could now, as we as uh, the clock is about to strike midnight here on the East Coast, mm. I, I could all of a sudden, I, I, I'm born anew in this conversation, Sal. I could have two and a half hours more conversation if uh, the subject is focused on pro football. Once again, because like I say, the Titans have been a conversation point for me the last couple of days with some people here. And really, what is the case that that offense is going to be stoppable at all? I mean, how mm. what, what are they going to do? Who's, who's going to get in the way of that offense? Uh, um, I don't listen to those people with the Titans. It wasn't their offense. Well, but it's it was real. a defense. It was a defense. I, was a I get it, I but they, 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 they did. They they did tune yeah. that up a little bit. My point is just that you can make a case for so many teams and get excited about them. And the Jets, it's kind yeah. of not that hard. And the other one is I keep saying is, what if Tua? Okay, so he hurt his hip. But if he is what we thought he was going to be two years ago, then the Dolphins might be a powerhouse this year. I'm not talking about over the next mm -hmm. five years. I mean this year. But I'm going with Justin Fields. I, this jive, it's making me crazy already. I don't care about why a teller announcing like hey i'm really excited about the continuity from last year to this like that what compulsion do you have reporters to to tell us to waste our precious hours on the big blue marble with that uh with that earth shaker wait the offensive lineman likes the continuity awesome um, but how many how many games does he start left heel. he doesn't how many games is he i mean andy dalton's gonna uh, play the first month there's no he? way there's no, no way I, really I, I mean, all right, he's already said he's definitely starting Andy Dalton so uh, in week one, so maybe mm -hmm. he does. But, I, I, you know, by hook or by crook or a needle into Andy Dalton's rib cage or something in week two, but, uh, Justin Fields has got to get in there sooner rather than later, plus 550. That's the bet. It's going to go to a quarterback in a quarterback league. Justin Fields, I mean, you know, uh, get him out of the – get Aaron Rodgers out of the division. The, the Bears could win the thing. Najee Harris, if I want to be a homer, is not a crazy pick at plus 1,000. You know one thing for sure is he's going to get the opportunity. He's going to get a million touches yeah. this year. No, I think you know you're right, Mike though. Tomlin. Uh, I, I think if there's five quarterbacks drafted in the first round, and about, I was wrong, I misreported. Zach Wilson's 7-1 odds. I really like that now. Um, if there's five drafted in the first round, you, you have to think three. Trey Lance and Fields might not get – I guess Lawrence and Wilson are the only definite starters week one, right? Lance almost definitely not starting week one. Mac Jones the same. And I, Justin Fields, I don't think is starting week one. But um, Well, one only because he says away. he's not starting him, but it would be crazy. I mean, it, it just makes me – if I were a Bears fan, I would just be livid. I would say fire – for real. If, if it's like – 
12.58 or 11.58 a.m. on the first Sunday of the NFL season. It's like, you're still real. Oh, so wait, this wasn't a smokescreen. You're really going to start Andy Dalton? Well, we got like 90 seconds to kick off, so you're fired if you're really intending to do that. Well, that's you don't outrageous. have as many that's games that's to prove outrageous. yourself, right? You only have two games to prove yourself now in preseason if you believe in that stuff. So I don't give a good that. goddamn. You're going to start Andy Dalton? Over your first round draft pick, your stud QB from Powerhouse, Ohio State, you're really yeah. going to run Andy Dalton out well, there? Shame that. I'm saying he has to stop. I mean, the Justin Herbert thing, if not for like crazy malpractice by the team doctor, he doesn't get it either. Right. Like, you kind of have to start to, to get it. Like, right. It was a start the season. Um, but all right, that's going to be interesting. That's a good number to. That's a good number. If you if you don't believe in Trevor Lawrence, not even that you don't believe in him, you just think one of these guys is going to have better numbers. Um, there are some good odds to jump on there. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, let's talk about our crown on the court. You know when we oh. do that, Shaq. Crown Royal believes being a Royal fan during the playoffs means staying safe, generously supporting your community, and drinking responsibly while rooting on your team. That is how to be a crown on the court. My crown on the court goes to, we're going back to basketball here. Yes, indeed, Jeru Holiday. And it's Jeru. It's J-R-U-E, but it's I love Drew. it, but it works. Really it good. works so perfectly. You know what worked perfectly? His play in game three, 21, five, and nine. Five for 10 from three-point. All right, Giannis had to go crazy for them to win, but Jeru Holiday has to be a key cog in that offense for them to advance and he's doing it. It looks like he's, you know, if you look at his home road splits, it's pretty remarkable. He's going to keep it up in game four. Drew Holiday. Yes, my crown on the court. Check you. All right. This is a, this is a tepid one because it was only a moment in a Bucks blowout. But Cam mm. Johnson jumping what appeared to be from just inside the foul line and throwing oh, it down yeah. in the fashion he did. You know, I'm on my, I'm a curmudgeon about getting posterized. I think there are much worse things that can happen to you in a basketball game than getting posterized, getting humiliated. Yeah. How, how about getting your three-pointer blocked? That's embarrassing. Um, but about getting uh, beat up by the Suns and Four guy? That's not good either. You don't even get to see the rest of the game. Yep. See, you're on the same page with me, clearly. But yeah, that uh, that dunk by Cam Johnson deserves a shout out. And uh, so there he goes getting it. And a shout out as well to David Bakhtiari and his old man who were courtside. And mm. at the behest of uh, the gathered uh, audience, uh, Bakhtiari chugged, I think, two beers, not just one, but two. And then his old man did it, too. His mustachioed oh. old man did it. And he said, that's my dad doing that. And he was busting <laughs> with pride. So I think we should bust as well. It was Bill Simmons and his dad. They they gave up their Celtics season tickets. They're Suns fans now. Would you rather be front row at Buck Suns in Milwaukee in the arena there or in Deer District? And I say Deer District because you can't say the Deer District. It's not the Deer District. It's Deer District. I don't know if you knew that. It's worth it. To change it to from Stanford Cardinals to Cardinal, so that you can correct everybody for the rest of your life on this earth. But in Deer You're District, right. be in the front row with all the other sweaty, sticky cheeseheads, twenty-five thousand strong, and you get to be on camera a lot. Which where would you rather sit? 
I'd rather be in County Stadium with the with it, before it got destroyed and sitting in the outfield on a summer's day mm. and uh, smell smell the bratwurst wafting from beneath the stands. You can't resist. If you do, you're not a human being. Couple of beers, a few bratwursts, a lousy baseball team to root for. Birdie, this guy, they stopped doing it. I don't know why politically correct i don't know who was uh, against this the man they'd hit a home run he would slide into a glass of beer sal now yeah if you think about it would i want to drink a glass of beer that a man had his tuchus in mm. no i wouldn't but the but the spirit of it was uh, was there and for that i give it a thumbs up where That's were good. we i don't know where we were well we were saying you should crown your game day this playoff season and be sure to hydrate and drink responsibly that's crown royals way yeah there are worse things like drink a man's in a in a whole thing a vat of beer um you saw Djokovic today he ate the dirt that's what you're supposed to eat part of the grass on the wimbledon court this guy won't get vaccinated but what people like hundreds of players are stepping in their dirty shoes he's going to eat the court it's interesting to me but there you go. i would like can All i just say i'd be a, something i one thing I would like to do for no good reason, but it just looks like something that is nice. I would like to lay on the on the center court at Wimbledon. Wouldn't that be nice to feel that grass? Looks nice. I guess so. You know, Maybe they play there. up. I know they have to play in that main court. I, 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 now I'm going to, people going to be like, it's Arthur Ashe court. You should know that. I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. But the, it's really chewed up by the second Sunday and the third Sunday in the tournament. It does really get burnt. Chewed up. You got, I, I don't, you know, you can't really purposely place it there. But the ball is just dying in the in this dead area uh, to begin with. It's almost not fair. I know you don't want to move it to the inferior court, but um, I get upset by when it's uh, when it's the final round at uh, Augusta, and they're on sixteen, the the par three next to the water, and right. it's like, where am I even supposed to to put my ball? All, all you sons of bitches that came before me over the these proceed over these four days have mm -hmm. completely chewed up the tee box. Yeah, it's right. all filled in with dirt. What am I supposed to do? I'm on my way to a, a green jacket. Now I have to deal with your mess. Oh, there's another one. What, what uh, Joel? Is this what you're telling me about? What happened with the in the UFC? Right? What was yeah. his name? Tai Tuivasa. Uh, right? The guy Rory who knocked out Greg Hardy. That's right. He uh, drank a beer out of a shoe. Uh, no, no, not school. one shoe. Every shoe. People <laughs> were on his way back to the locker room. People were handing their shoe to him with full of beer. And then someone put hot sauce in it. And he wasn't even looking. And he drank it. He's like, oh, what the hell was that? He had to have a, a half a dozen shoes worth yeah. of beer. And, and God knows what else. It was amazing. Right, I, I, I was enjoying the conversation a couple yeah. minutes ago when football came up. Now it's over. You don't now, like it? Now from football to foot. Drink. I mean, I, I, that is vomit. Yes. Vom Should that's that a be? punishment. If I was sent to the bad place, right? That would be it. That would be <laughs> like, you know, what you're gonna do for the rest of eternity? Mm -hmm. Eat stuff and drink stuff that was just touched by human feet. That would you, be it for me. You know what? Ugh. I just realized it. This is how we make uh, lemonade out of lemons here. The, the, our soccer problem here with the penalty kicks. This is mm -hmm. what you do. This is what you do. All right, we're going to chug beers. You take your shoe off because you're not using it for anything anyway. You're not using it to score a goal. So it's tied after 700 minutes. 
It's 1-1. Take your shoe off, and you're going to chug beers. We're going to fill it up with beer and chug it. There you go. That's all. We just needed a little. We just needed to... We talked about... You know what we really did for a full hour? We mm-hmm. A lot of lot of foot references. From you're Roethlisberger's right. heel to yeah. the soccer to Conor McGregor's ankle mm-hmm. to this weirdo drinking out of other people's shoes on purpose. I think there were a few other ones in there. Feet oh, are my making rest- a comeback. Yeah. yeah. Let's no, not Garrett Cole sticking his foot up Aaron Boone's ass. Don't get oh. leave me alone. Yeah. Tumult right. in the Bronx spaghetti. Look out. Joel Solomon, give us uh, the good point, bad point of the hour. Lot to choose from. Uh, <laughs> mostly about feet. Um, right. We're going to go. Uh, Good point, Dave Damashek. Absolutely right to be furious about these All-Star Game jerseys. They look like a goddamn rough draft, and uh, he's right. How am I supposed to know uh, what team pirate greats are, like Carlos Garcia and Brian Giles, if they're not wearing pirates? I was looking at it. How do you – your pirates got two All-Stars. The Mets only got one. How did this happen? You have eight wins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good point but you have two I, there's I, another I, good point. i'm more i'm more one. upset i'm more upset by jill's ongoing war against his homeland and i don't <laughs> understand what 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 brought this on but i next time i get back there I, I was busy uh this past week next time i am going to make some real calls i'm gonna set some meetings and see if we can revoke your uh oh good your, your Do birth it. certificate or i don't know what just ban you you're not allowed off the plane it really is great though that I mean, as if you didn't know this already. But when you get off the airplane, mm-hmm. there are two. There are two statues when you get off. One there of Adam Fraser and the one father of our of nation, Brian Reynolds, father yeah. of our nation, mm-hmm. George Washington, and then Franco Harris doing the immaculate reception. There's now at Kennywood, our amusement park, the roller coaster capital of the world, oh, as, it was, as it was known. There is now a roller coaster and a great one at that called the Steel Curtain. Now, you're from New York, and mm. people in L.A., and people in Dallas, whatever, think they're big sports towns. How many of them would name a roller coaster after a position group? That's weird, and I like it. Ah, we named it after the Steel Curtain. It's Terrific. We got nothing <laughs> else. What are they going to do? They're going to name everything <laughs> Kennywood? Come on. It's named after the, the Steelers' defense. I love it. A you have a place. guy, Adam Frazier. I know his stats are good, but he was going to be a metropolitan. In. Four homers, 29 RBIs, hitting 330, but he was voted in. He's a starter. The Mets have, I mean, you talk about for the kids, the Mets have one all star. It's Jacob DeGrom, and he's not even showing up. That's and a just, I feel and, for and, you. And, yeah. And just like Neil Walker was, eventually he'll be on the Mets. Sal, yeah. So. And he'll suck there, too. Just uh, as the first overall pick who was uh, taken on Sunday evening, he'll uh, you'll soon get, or Spaghetti, you'll get to enjoy him in about five years. Muzzle tough in advance. There you go. All right, bad bad point here, Joel. Probably a so lot very, very quickly, I wanted to give you uh, my favorite all-star memory. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if, if you remember this, in, in because I'm, I'm sure you've done them, the Celebrity uh, Legends games. So mm-hmm. I went to one. I, I got to help out and, and write on uh, one. The, in 2003 in Chicago. And so you get on these buses and the celebrities. Chicago, take the, bus. uh, the the White Sox park, right? Correct. U.S. Cellular Field. You're an asshole. So, I played in that game. Jimmy well, and I played. Wow. Good. Yes, yes. Well, so did Bo Jackson. A lot, a of, lot of stars mixed with. So you get on these buses and they take mm-hmm. the celebrities and legends to 
uh, batting practice on like a high school field first. Mm-hmm. And then they, they drive you over to us cellular field. So I, I'm like one of the last ones on the bus I'm, I'm helping out. And there's a literally one seat left and it's next to Dave Winfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I sit down, Dave Winfield it could not be more annoyed. You hear him sigh. He's like, Oh God, I got to sit next to whatever guy this <laughs> person is. Who's this Dave, Jew? Dave Winfield has the biggest head. All I can look at is this guy. He has a giant head and it's, it's just enormous. And, uh, the drive, you know, we're stuck in traffic. It's all-star weekend. Dave Winfield just all of a sudden passes out and his giant head is on my shoulder. No, stop. <laughs> yes, this is absolutely true. As we drive to the U.S. Cellular Field, uh, Hall of Famer Dave Winfield is like <laughs> on, laying on my shoulder for half the ride. And that wow. is my favorite all-star memory. That's fun. He was the first. What did he get? Did he get? Yeah. I'm going to screw up the number. Is it $50 million for 10 years? Oh, no. I don't think it was anything close to that. I Wasn't think it five million a year? Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe I'll be. I think it was. Ble- I think it was a lot less than five million. I think it was bare. I think it was between one and two million. You're right. No, you're right. Ten years, twenty three million dollars. That's what it was. But it was ten. The ten. Yeah. At the time, the richest contract in sports history. Well, yeah, I remember. Nineteen eighty. Forty years. Forty one years ago. I remember him getting uh, and learning what the Bronx cheer was. Was mm-hmm. when, when he got the Bronx cheer for finally getting a hit in the I think it was the eighty one World Series. If right. I'm not mistaken, against the Dodgers late in that series, he had not produced anything. I'm curious though, Jill, what what that I, I got to write on the All Star game. What what the hell does that entail? Why did why didn't yeah, you write you your about? friend Sal a home run or something? Right, uh, d- 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 I, I got Fahey, to write it. Uh, who who Sal has we've had on laugh lines. He was the the host for like the television side, and he didn't know. God only knows he he did not know uh, you know some of the players, and so I got to help him out. Uh, and, uh, yeah, make, make fun of Raleigh fingers, stuff like, you know, I, I loved Raleigh fingers and Fred Lynn and Gossage. And it was, it was kind of the same guys would show up to the celebrity game over and over. And I'm looking now at the roster to see if anyone made it back and you don't see, yeah, I mean, the, the oldest player is probably Larry Walker on this. Uh, we're so (laughs) old. We're so damn old. Um, DK Metcalf's on there in the celebrity game, Jenny Finch, Hmm. uh, Vinny Castillo, Trying to think of a Steve Aoki. And I remember when I I think I played three years and I was going to play last year. It was in Dodger Stadium, right? Wasn't that where it was canceled? But uh, obviously COVID knocked that out. But I remember um, Kenny Main batted me 16th and it's a five inning game. And I remember thinking, wow, if we go one, two, three, there's a chance I won't get up at all. And uh, but no, so we did scratch out a few hits. And I, I swear I legged out a ground ball. Uh, Matt Williams took his time throwing from third. I was safe at first, and the umpire called me out, and I was like, oh, do I lose my mind here? Should I? Should I? Because if this was a regular softball game, I'd go for five minutes, like, just losing my mind. And I was like, nah, I walked off the field. I took a long walk, but <laughs> I did not like being called out there. Uh, should have had Joe punch up that exchange. Should have <laughs> Joe wrote. Some- this is, why we need the, uh, yeah, this is why we need manager umpire roast <laughs> too, battles. Too busy. Damien. That that guy's name is Barry Bonds. He takes the steroids. All right, Joel, well, I give you the me, I give you the bad point of the day for uh, making up that story about Dave Winfield. All right, well this you know this brings me to my bad point: the fact that Dave uh, thinks he could make the luge team. I looked this up. Uh, the sport of luge requires an athlete to balance mental and physical fitness. A physical a luge, it's very physical. A luger must have a strong neck, upper body, abdominal, and thigh muscles. 
Uh, maybe You're abominable. Eddie, maybe Eddie Spaghetti, but Dave, what about you, sense of self? Do you have to have a big uh, giant sense of self? Because that uh, might help. It would, it would, it would, if, if it did, Dave would be our, our, our I mean, that just, medalist. you know what I just heard? I heard a bunch of myths being made up because no one would know the goddamn difference. Well, like, well, how would anyone know if that's true or not? Oh, you must have this or that. Who says who? I, uh, Dave, you, you, you lay on a, a sled. Little... You lay on a sled. Well, it, it seems, it seems terribly difficult. You, did I, have I, I, you know why I don't do it? Cause I, you know why I don't do it? Because I because I, I wouldn't have the interest in it. That's the only reason I don't do it, or else I would be on the luge team, and I'd probably medal. Because how many people guy. in the world even want to do it? <laughs> enough. Enough to keep you out, I think. All right, check. We hope you make it back from Tennessee. You Maybe. sober up a little bit. It'll be good. You have minus three coming out tomorrow, correct? Maybe. Yeah, no, we'll have uh, we'll have a new one for you on Tuesday, and uh, yeah, and then we'll have one for Thursday as well with the great Kevin Hench. Looking forward to chopping it up as we start looking ahead to pro football and college football. Going to be fun. Yeah, we have to start. Uh, I sent you our, our buddy Adam did a nice little packet on all the power conferences. We got to check those out uh, against all odds. Yes, tomorrow we're going to do. There's a game. There's no race to ten Tuesday because there's no Tuesday game. Check. But I was thinking of for Wednesday race to one Wednesday. They have first basket. And I was <laughs> yeah, thinking they do, we do right. That. Yeah, let's do it. Why we waste time with ten when you can get to one, and uh, that'll be that. So a reminder for. Well, I like there. the two. Might about two because then if a guy gets fouled to start the game, that would be. I know, but we lose the, the alliteration line. with two. If we You're do right. two, we got we You're got right. a, a one Wednesday, right? So. I don't know. Look, the NBA screwed us, not us. We didn't do this to ourselves. Uh, just a reminder out there, though, please, even though you may feel like underdogs, remember, you're all my favorites. 